Now remember, what you're about to hear is the Bryce Harper is never coming here podcast that James and I uh, did and finished like three minutes before Bryce Harper decided to to sign with the Phillies. This is not a uh, a new podcast, uh, but before I got angry tweets about uh, Bryce Harper not signing here, you guys are idiots, and why'd you put this out? I figured I'd put this in the front of it. So again, this is an old podcast recorded recorded and finished three minutes before Bryce Harper uh, decided to sign with the Phillies for the next 13 years. Enjoy. This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes. It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Philadelphia Phillies on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. Yo, <laughs> it is another edition of the High Hopes Sound like a like podcast. one of those <laughs> poets. Hey, listen. Like slam poetry? <laughs> listen, this is where we're at, Jack Ritz. It has been a tumultuous week since the last time we talked. I know... You've had a couple meltdowns. Uh, I think at one point you even texted me. I don't even know if I want a high hopes. I can't high hopes. Yeah. The hopes they are not high. Listen. But we're here. We're uh, here. And I, I think I'm a little more positive than you right now. But look, we get it. It has been a uh, it has been a, a really crappy week for those of us who felt like Bryce Harper was coming to Philly. I'm still on that train. I know it's tough to kind of see it right now. It has been a really rough week. We're going to dive into all of the 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 newest stuff. Remember Friday? Do I remember fr- I remember Jack texting oh. me Sunday night saying we might have to emergency pot at midnight tonight because it's gonna happen, baby. What happened? Why Jack? did John Milton get on the plane if you're not gonna close? It's a great question. What are you doing? I look Did you go out there and and just take Scott Boris at his word that he wasn't gonna go shop your offer around? Why did you get on the plane if you weren't gonna close? <laughs> I look, I think that's been the prevailing sentiment about that flight out there was he's not coming back without a deal done he's not coming back without harper on the plane like the arietta thing came back without a deal done and now since that i mean look let, let's chronologically discuss it since the last time we talked that was the weekend middleton flew out on saturday night can we go back to the last podcast yeah everything was fun we the last podcast <laughs> was like a pseudo emergency box we felt like he was coming oh my god and here's the thing we weren't the only ones bob nightingale put out on sunday night or whatever that it's just a matter of how much middleton's gonna pay not if he's gonna sign with the phillies or not Bank there on were it. reports uh, buster only i mean legitimate legitimate sources saying this deal is done for all intents and purposes it's just crossing the t's dotting the i's jack it wasn't done it no, wasn't no, believe done. it or not, no. It was not We're done. We're never going to have an emergency podcast. And Scott Boris, okay, here's what I'm going to say. I know we all hate Scott Boris right now because he is our he is our, our <laughs> adversary. We hate him. But man, when you step back and look at what this guy does, he is amazing at his job. It is He's, unbelievable that he has found a way to get the Dodgers and the Giants back into this thing and make this feel like it's a real thing. And we don't know. Look, this might all be BS. It might be that the Phillies have the highest offer on the table. They've always had the highest offer on the table. And Boris is doing everything he can to convince them that they don't. That is still possible. But this last week has certainly been the most trying week yet, Jack. Yeah, it's been horrible. And Scott Boris is the worst. Um, he's, so good he's at his so, job. He's so good at his job. He's so good. It's, he's so good. It's ridiculous. He's, like used we, the, he's used the media to a T. He's used the fan base against the team. He has riled us up time and time again to create 
a situation where the Phillies feel like they have to pay Bryce Harper what Scott Boris wants them to pay him. I will and say we this. feel that way. Like that's the prevailing sentiment of the fans. It's either you're either half on the like, screw you, Bryce, we're done with you, you've offended us, or the other half that's just saying, pay him his freaking money. What are we doing here? Pay him. Listen, no, I'm just gonna say this. No one should be mad at Scott Boris and Bryce Harper. I exactly. think this is a this is directly the Phillies' fault for letting this happen. Yep. This should not have happened. None of this should have happened. You let the Dodgers and Giants get back into this thing. Mm-hmm. That is on you. And I, but I will say, the, before we get into that, the one thing that I think Scott Boris has done completely wrong here is that I don't totally know if he understands what, where, how Bryce is perceived in Philadelphia right Agree. now. Agree. Because right now, it's it's approaching the Donovan level stuff. Well, yeah, he's making it so that if, if he actually does sign with the Phillies, which, again, still the, very the, much the on the fan table. base is going to be split. That's the problem. He's making, he's making it a very difficult situation especially like if Harper starts cold man it's gonna get ugly and, and there's a guy they're paying 300 plus million dollars to theoretically hopefully whatever yeah and not obviously this is not our listeners but like obviously our listeners are not the whole fan base but like there are people out there who are like 330 million I work five days a week doing construction like he shouldn't be worth that and like I just I he's picking the wrong city to pull this stuff against because when if Bryce Harper signs here which is now sad. We went from when to if. Mm-hmm. It's like there's going to be half the fan base is like, oh, thank God, and the other half now is going to be like, you don't want to be here. We don't. We don't support you. And I think that's a mistake from Boris. And I just think that it's he's just he's played the fan base. It's he's gotten the fan base to a point where it's all this pressure is on Middleton and Klintak and McPhail to close. But he's also created a faction of the fan base that is never going to accept him unless he brings the World Series and puts up MVP caliber numbers because they can't wrap their mind around they're paying this guy three hundred thirty million dollars and he didn't want to be here. Yep. And I just think that's I think that's that's the only thing he's really done wrong. Now, close it. Like <laughs> like like, like, like uh, the freaking opt out thing. Like I th- are you kidding me? No, I I don't care. Listen, I'm not losing a 26-year-old Hall of Famer because of a freaking 3-year opt-out. Listen, if you can't convince him that, he, that he's going to win a World Series here in those 3 years, then you don't even deserve Bryce Harper. Like the way they're the, the thing that has me most frustrated is that it feels like the Phillies are trying to win the negotiation rather than getting the player. And he's going to come here and it's going to be like, well, I'm only here because you guys offer me mo- the most money rather than like we, like the Phillies aren't acting like they want Bryce Harper. They're acting like they just want to win the negotiation. And that is not the way to start off a 10 year marriage. Like it is just, it is a, it is a bad idea. And guess what? It is a terrible perception for your fan base to have. I'm sorry. John Middleton, you screwed up and said, we're going to be a little stupid about it. I didn't say that. Jack didn't say that. Matt Clentak didn't say that. You said it. And whether or not, I, I hate when people are like, well, you didn't say stupid money. He said stupid money for all intents and purposes. He said, we're going to spend money and maybe even be a little stupid about it. Okay? He said that. When you do that and you are the owner of a team who for 18 months has come out and said, we're going to be a big boy. We're going to spend money. We are a major market club. I want to bring the World Series trophy back to Philadelphia. Steinbrenner of the South. You set the expectation, John. I'm sorry, but you're the one who put that out there, and that's why I'm so with you. Like, look, I understand being frustrated with Scott Boris and Bryce Harper. I understand being annoyed with the tactics they're using and all that, but 
all they are doing is trying to capitalize on a player for his highest earning potential in his entire life and get him a contract that he has waited his life, played his life for. You can't kill them for that. You can be annoyed by it. You can be frustrated. But the person and the team and the organization that you should be frustrated with right now is your Philadelphia Phillies. And yes, if Bryce, if they put on the table $350 million and Harper takes four years, 200 from the Dodgers, fine. They tried. They went for it. But the stuff we're hearing now, and Jim Duquette, who certainly former general manager, locked in, you would think at least somewhere in the neighborhood well, of what he's talking about. Rosenthal said it first, and everyone trusts Rosenthal. Jim Duquette says that the offer is somewhere between 270 and $300 million. If that is true, that is an outrage from this team. It's embarrassing. It is an embarrassment. From what, and again, I understand valuations, all that type of stuff, that's out the window. You set a precedent for your fan base. You told them what you're going to do. You have to go out and make good on that promise. They're acting, they're acting like they're not one of the top five. They're acting like a small market club. It is, and And guess what? They're small market clubs like I don't know the San Diego Padres who are acting a lot more big market than the Philadelphia Phillies are right now. The biggest contracts in the sport have been signed by the what? The Rangers, the 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 Padres, and and the the Padres. Like they, yeah. For three years, they have been leaking about how oh we're gonna this is this is when we're, when it's go time, and they're gonna they're gonna pull the they're gonna pull the that exceeded our valuations. Like they, they are just so not with it. Like they don't understand. And they I I think they're so out of touch. I think they're so out of touch. No one gives a crap about your evaluations. No. Like here's the thing. Here's the here's the here's the the God's honest truth is you need Bryce Harper more than Bryce Harper needs you. You don't have any blue chippers in the system. I love Mickey Moniak. I love Adam Hazley. I love Alec Baum. They are all adorable players. They're not Bryce Harper. They are not blue chip talent, and they don't have blue chip talent coming out. They don't have blue chip talent coming through the system. Bryce Harper is a blue chipper. Reese Hoskins is a blue chipper. But you need at least three blue chippers to win a World Series on the offensive side of the ball. You don't have a choice but to bring in Bryce Harper. You don't have a choice but to offer between 330 and 350 million. Like you, you offer what it takes to get it done in this situation. This is the situation that you brought upon yourself. You put you yourselves ha- in it. Because you haven't drafted well and you haven't you haven't spent money the last because couple of Because you're a big market ball club that has a two and a half billion dollar television contract and a owner's worth close to four billion dollars or whatever it is. This is not gonna play well, guys. Like this is a, a, a massive mistake if the Phillies cheap out here. And again, I understand. And people aren't going to show up. Like, do they not understand that this is the most the city has cared about baseball since 2011, and they're squandering it? Yeah. Like, this would like the only reason Bryce Harper is still in the market is because they didn't offer enough money. They could have ended this whenever they wanted. They could end this whenever they want. That's the big takeaway. And the and the Dodgers were like, well, I mean, I guess if no one's going to sign, no one's we'll going to come in. in. Sure, we'll give you 40 million a year for four years. Why not? Sure, you're Bryce freaking Harper and the Giants. The Giants. Well. I mean, it's so boring. It's uh, it, sure. And look, and if if you lose Bryce Harper to the Giants, man, it's, I don't even know what right, to say. Listen, if you, I don't even know what to say. First off, well, a top five worst team in baseball with a top five worst farm system, and oh yeah, by the way, one of the oldest teams in baseball, well, and, so, a hor- and a horrible ballpark, and a t- and a manager who's retiring at the end of the year. It's just a, it's a cr- and the worst ballpark. Yes, for Bryce Harper especially. You know, there's only been one player who's hit, uh, one left-handed hitter who has hit more than eight home runs in a season there. It's Barry. That's Barry. It's the greatest hitter of all time. Eight, so, eight home runs. 
That's, a, that's a pretty astounding <laughs> stat because they've had some, not a lot of great players, but a guy like Brandon Bell or somebody you would think like could have hit more Nate home runs there in a season. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So listen, uh, first off, I think the Giants thing, uh, the Giants thing seems more like, you know, they were discussing it. They didn't, they haven't offered 10 years. And I think if they did offer 10 years, it's a lot of deferred money. Like I, I don't, I think the Phillies, here's what I believe is the Phillies are the only team that has gone over $300 million dollars. Guaranteed. I think the Giants have gone over three hundred million, but it's deferred like money. Like a Nationals offer. Right. I think it's deferred money. I think that I believe that the Phillies have the highest offer on the table. I do believe that. And I believe that the Dodgers are in between thirty five and forty million a year for three to four seasons mm-hmm. or whatever. Which is which is very in line with all the reports we've heard so far. But again, the only reason the situation is even being presented is because you lowballed Scott Boris all offseason. Yep. And he does not like for as much as he's so good, he does not, he does not respect that. He has an ego too, and he has an ego too, and he's not going to take the L. He's not going to take less than Stanton. Like, did they, did they walk into this offseason not understanding that they were going to have to top the Stanton contract? Clearly, they did. And like when they saw Machado, did they think, well, we don't have to top that? It's like, it's like you do. Of you're, course you do. This is you're outrageous. You're selling the face of the sport on coming and to play in Philadelphia. That's like, what. That's the part that people don't talk about enough. It's just like, oh, Machado, they're like similar players. Bryce Harper's the most famous player in baseball. James. He brings something in addition to what he does on the field. James, they let Machado just go sign with the Padres without, without knowing for a freaking fact that Bryce Harper was going to be a Philly. And that's that and we said that. We were like they, they would never do that. We said they'd never let Machado go if they didn't think they had Harper locked Machado up. Machado only cares about the money. Oh, they could have gotten him for 10 for 310. They could have gotten Machado for 10 the for 310. Only thing he cares about is the money. Like there's this SI article that came out last night or two nights ago and and Lozano called Machado, his wife picked up, gave him the 300 million dollar number and his wife said, "We're going to San Diego." That's literally all it is, is 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 money. And they, they let Machado, another 26-year-old Hall of Famer that they supposedly wanted, let him go. They For them not to be 100% concrete sure that Bryce Harper was in the fold and closing this, it's like, are you kidding me? Like, do you know what you're doing? Well, and that's something, too, where if Harper does leave, the Machado thing is going to come back on them big time. Because you're going to look at it and say, why'd you let him go? Why, why did you let him go? Hey, maybe maybe we shouldn't have hired people from Baltimore, another small market team, to run a major market team. <laughs> it's true. Maybe it's the one time that Dave Dombrowski was would have been the right guy to bring in, where he would actually like you have all like that's and what, that's I the just, thing they have so much money they don't they don't pay anybody. Hey, guess what? Hey, guess what? It's not like if they don't pay Bryce Harper, it's going to charity. Well, and that's the other thing too. Like, <laughs> let's talk about the whole the Arenado thing, which seems to have certainly played a role in this. Arenado resigns, taken off the market, the AAV, the opt out. After three, four, five, six, and seven, which is something that wasn't reported initially, um, no, the Nolan Arenado signing. To look at it, to what Jack is saying here, if you're not going to spend this money on Bryce Harper, who are you spending it on? Well, I mean, who is? I know Mike Trout. We're the leaders of the Mike Trout here bandwagon. <laughs> we hope it'll happen. Uh, not honestly, a, anything getting, but a sure thing. Listen, I listen. Now I, with this front office, I don't know. I'm getting. Now I'm frustrated by the Mike Trout thing because because it's still two years away at best unless you're going to trade a bunch of assets for him. And you can't, you can't plan your team around a guy exactly. that might hit the. Well, we just market. saw it. Everyone's like, "Well, we're waiting for Renato next off season." Whoops! 
Hey, whoops! Hey, you know what might never happen again if if this continues with the way the tr- the trends in baseball are happening. Twenty six year old Hall of Famers are never going to hit the market anymore. Never because teams- again. They're going to buy out the RBRs. This might be the last time. Look, it's only happened once before. We've talked about this. Alex Rodriguez is the only comp here. There's no one with this. We've said it a million times. There's no one with this type of resume at this type of age who has been available as a free agent. It's never happened. And this might be the last time. This might be the last time. Oh, man. And they're, they they sign him. Listen, what are we doing here? And this is not like we don't think it's over. I, I actually I actually think they're still going to get him. I think they're going to get him too. If just, I'm if I'm betting money, I'm betting on the Phillies to still get him. I'm I'm looking through all this recent smoke. The he doesn't want to play here, and I'm. But the key is that I'm believing in the Phillies to put that offer on the table, and that's that's where I still think they get him. But my one hangup is, I guess I don't know if they're going to pay him anymore. How crazy is that? Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, and if and here's what what I always come back to and, and like this is this is my, the th- every every day I wake up and I I look up at my ceiling. I feel like I have written there three things. One, I don't think the players union lets him sign. Well, that's my other thing. I I've said this from the beginning. I mean, they did it with CC Sabathia. He didn't want to go to New York. They said it's 60 million dollars more you're going to New York. Right. I mean, the players union, listen, if 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 he has a record-breaking contract on the table, they're, the players' union is is not going to just let that go. Like it's just they, well, especially that won't can, happen. Well, especially when you consider how many players have been complaining about free agency, complaining about the labor situation, complaining about the CBA. I mean, there's even more pressure than there would be in any random year for Bryce Harper to take the stone cold lock biggest, highest money deal on the table. Right, and and the the one the other thing I can't get past is that is that is that even if there's a momentum building towards him signing elsewhere. Scott Boris is not not going to come back to the Phillies and let Middleton sink or swim. That's basically what it's going to be. It's like, do you want him? Do you not want him? Because we're going, we're taking the Dodgers offer if you don't want him. And like, I I can't get past that. So that's one, two. I can't get past one, the players' union, and two, like Scott Boris is not going to not come back to the Phillies. And again, also, also to all the, and I know that everyone, you know, if Herbert doesn't want to play here, then he's not going to be here and all that type of stuff. And Whatever to Jack's point, oh, my, if, if he my... gets blown out of the water, he's going to take it. But also with Boris, just real quick, Scott Boris has a say in all this too. Like Scott Boris doesn't hire clients and say, "Oh, where do you want to go? I'll, I'll get you there. Don't worry, I'll get you a deal from those guys." No, he says, "I'm getting you a ton of money because you sign with me and you let me run this show." Yeah, and Scott Boris, the 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 time he leaves record breaking years and contract and, and guaranteed dollars on the table will be the first time. It's never happened. So that's the three things that I keep coming back to. One is only the union. Two, Boris does not let not not let the Phillies make a final offer. And three, he doesn't leave dollars and money. He doesn't Agreed. leave dollars and years on the table. That'll be the first time that he's just like, you know what? Yeah, sure, I'll take a four year. I won't. I won't beat. First off, I won't beat Manny Machado, which I think is ridiculous. And right I won't beat. I, I would be. I mean, we talked. We talked. John Morosi said that he thought he, they would announce it three minutes before the Manny Machado press conference uh, a, because of the. No, I'm just saying, just because of the level of pettiness and the and the competition between those two guys. So I agree with you. What a cute. Cute time that was. Oh, God, that was so much fun, wasn't it? What a good day. We were sitting there like, ooh, could today be the day? How many uh, could today be the day days have we had? And and that's why, like, again, I really, I genuinely, I'm not just saying, I really do still believe Bryce Harper will be a Philly. Like, I'm not moving off it. I just, I know all this smoke and I know all this stuff, but for all the reasons you just said, again, my, the in my mind, and this is why I think it is just asinine, for anyone to defend this team if they don't get him 
It is 100% on the Phillies right now. Listen, if Bryce Harper doesn't want to be here, then pay him more to be here and he will come here. You control this. You are in charge. Like, there's no, like, other side to this. Pay him a record-breaking amount of money and he will be here. That is as simple as it gets. Listen, the difference, it's a difference between 35K at a minimum at the ballpark and 20K and, like, 22K. Oh, yeah. Like, I think, first off, like Phillies fans, they'll if if they don't sign Bryce Harper, they'll eventually show up if they're winning, right? Like they'll eventually get there. And yes, but if they sign Bryce Harper, it's instantaneous. Mm-hmm. It's instantaneous. I'm going to the ballpark to see Bryce Harper. That alone is worth 330 million over 10 years. Like having the having one of the 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 faces of the sport being on your team. Like, well, that's I, why it seems like the Giants are only in for that reason. As they're it's losing been reported money. that that Farhan Zaidi and the front office don't want to do this, and ownership is overruling them because of ticket sales because of fan interest, lack of fan interest. That is the reason Bryce Harper could, I mean, and I don't think he will, but that's the reason the Giants are in it, the face of baseball part of it. No, no. Not John, the competing thing because they're not going to compete. I just, I, I, want, I want to send this directly to John Middleton. John. John. If you want to become Jack, freaking kick those nerds out in McPhail and Klensack and just finish this yourself. I don't care if you have to get emotional. I don't care. Like, the, I think the only reason the Phillies haven't offered three hundred thirty million dollars. Listen, if you, listen, if you're gonna come on the station and you're gonna say I'm gonna get that trophy back or I'm gonna die trying, if you say if you're gonna leak things that you want to be Steinbrenner of the South, if you say to Ryan Howard, bring me that freaking trophy back, then finish this freaking deal because this is on you. This is your fault. Because of the stupid money thing, this is all your fault. You have the ability to finish this. Stop with the lowballing. Get to 330 and just shut up. Nut up or shut up. It's 330 million. That if, if listen, if he turns down between 300 and 330 and 350 million, the Philly, the, the, we will not crush you. But if you lowball him and say, "Hey, we're only offering you 310, and you're not going to beat the standing contract," like then we're going to crush you. I don't think you understand how fed up this fan base is right now with the Phillies. You have a chance to win everyone back. You have a chance to have 35,000 people at a minimum at the ballpark on opening day and throughout the season if you sign this guy. Like, stop messing around. Take the ball into your own hands and finish this. Just finish it. Uh I couldn't agree more. Obviously, my sentiment has, has outlined that as well. But I, I think you hit on a really important thing here. And that, generally speaking, I am all for front offices making decisions and being in charge of things and owners hiring guys who they trust to do the job. I love that as a general setup for an organization. There are certain times and certain decisions where it's going to fall on the owner. There's the money involved, the, the face of the franchise, all this type of stuff. This is one of those decisions. And, John, to Jack's point, what he all talked about, from our perspective, the fan base, not just High Hopes Nason, this entire fan base, this is all on you now. People are not going to be like, oh, Matt Klintak didn't get us Bryce Harper. Andy McPhail didn't get us Bryce Harper. They're going to say John Middleton didn't get us Bryce Harper. John Middleton went from the difference from $300 million to $330 million, which is $3 million a year on a 10-year contract. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about giving Harper potentially $3 million a more year, $5 million a more year even. That's an extra $50 million. I mean, what are we talking about here? What are we talking John Middleton, you're, and look, to Jack's point earlier, ultimately, if the Phillies win and they win a championship, whatever, the legacy can change. But right now, John, in theory, and especially because I think it's going to be a lot harder to win World Series if you don't bring in guys like Bryce Harper, your legacy as the owner of the Philadelphia Phillies 
is on the line here. Does he understand that we want we want to be like cocky, like f- like th- the whole run from 07 to eleven? It was like Phillies fans are walking around being cocky, and like if you go if you go cheap, like what do we have to fight for anymore? Like why are you going cheap? That's what I don't. I just I cannot get. I think. It's the I, I, thing I least expected. Like, if you had come into this offseason and said, all right, are you, like, are here you, are the reasons Bright, they might not get either guy, which I, I, again, I've said a million times, I was 99.9% sure they would get one of the two guys. I can't believe that it's about, and again, I still don't. I still think they'll get him. But if, if, if you had said to me, you know, neither guy wanted to come here. They didn't like Gabe. I believe they didn't like Gabe Kapler before. I believe that John Middleton would cheap out. You could give me any other reason in the book. They hate Philadelphia. They hate Philly fans, whatever it is. And I don't think any of those are true. But if you had said, what's one thing that won't happen this offseason? It's that John Middleton will cheap out. I would have said that would never, ever happen. But why is it happening? I- I That's don't know. what I don't get. They they, they oh. have no they have no revenue. Like they have they have revenue. They have the TV contract that they haven't spent money on. Why are you cheapening out? Is it is it waiting for the, the final offer to come in and say, hey, I can top that with whatever? Like, I, and look, they might not be. We might be getting misinformation. There is the possibility that. Well, but not really. This could have like been done. This could have been done. I I agree. If, if they, they had given enough, it could have been done. And obviously, we don't want them to bid against themselves. But it's it's twenty million dollars from three ten to three thirty versus letting his dream destination coming back in and another town that he also loves in San Francisco. Two West Coast teams. Like that. That's the difference between doing business here. It's it's. The, the the Phillies will have the ability to match and and trump whatever offers out there. I just hope that right now they've been playing hardball because they've they've been able to play hardball because they've been the only ones that are really offering the big money contract. But if he comes back, if Boers comes back to Middleton and says, "Hey, we're going to take this short year contract offer unless you trump this," and he go, and if he does not trump that offer, I just want to know why because then that is that is embarrassing. Like it's, it's, it's a total, it's a total it's an embarrassment if he it, doesn't, it, it's, it's once again, the thing that has been most frustrating with this whole thing is that the Phillies feel like a small market team in a big market city. They, they feel like they don't want to spend the money that they have. And to me, that is a slap in the face to the fans that have been, had to watch Cedric Hunter on opening day two years ago or three years ago yeah. in 2016. Well, and again, it's, it's, it's a slap in the face to everyone who believed you. When you said I'm going to go and spend money, like it, both this off season and 18 months ago, when you were in the studio right here at WIP with Angelo Cataldi and said I want to bring this trophy back, we're going to spend, we're going to be the big boys. You are acting like the Kansas City Royals, like you're acting like, I, you know, you're acting like a small market team that doesn't have the resources to compete with big boys. Hey man, and, and it's hey embarrassing. Man, if you had legit talent to pay, I wouldn't blame you. But you don't have legit talent. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. If you said, if you said for a fact, hey, look, Mike Trout's out there, or someone else is out there, or someone on the team is worth paying three hundred million to down the road, whatever. There's no one like that here. There's no. no one like that who's going to be available. It seems like the Nationals are a bigger market team than the Phillies right now. The Rockies are. I mean, everywhere. Like, the Rockies just played Blackman last offseason. Pay Arenado this offseason. Colorado. I mean, what? It. This is an embarrassment. We are top five market in all of America. Act like it. Act like it. <laughs> act like it. Especially because you said you're going to act like it. It's the double thing of not only should you act like it because of the television contract, because of the lack of money you spent on the books, because of the ability to spend money, because of the money you have, but because you told us you were going to. How, what kind of a, a, a connection do you have to this fan base? It's just like Clentac doing the objectively awesome off-season thing or whatever, where it's like, yeah, you had a good off-season, but like, 
You're saying that now? Yeah, I know. Well, it, it's just, it, and again, we see it with the valuation comment. Over and over, this team seems to have a disconnect from their fan base. And it is a fan base that is and can be as passionate as any in the sport. The ballpark is is buzzing it's when there's people there. It's electric at the bank when it's when it's exciting, when they're good, when it's fun. It's yeah. electric. I just I can't, I can't believe we're even in this. Scenario. I can't believe we're having this discussion. Okay. I, I didn't I didn't think we were going to make it to another regular non emergency <laughs> podcast, much less be morose and and John Morosi. John Morosi. I can't wait. To, one 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 good thing. Whatever happens after this, I'm never going to see Andy Martino's name again. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, yeah, I never uh, want to see that guy's name again. <laughs> I tell you what, like. I think I've learned more about baseball in this offseason than ever. Like, I've learned to never trust Bobby. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, Bobby came on the show. Came on the show. Bobby t- comes out today. Philly's no longer the favorite. You said bank on they it. They said bank on it, Bob. Yeah. You jerk. Yeah, I've really, I've uh, really I've learned. If I'm not mistaken, Buster only owes everyone the family farm. Right, the family I believe farm that was a bet that was made earlier. But hey, maybe they wouldn't have been betting the family farm saying bank on it if you hadn't come out and said stupid money and then <laughs> oh, not spend really? it. Ex- yes. Like, I think, I think it's fair. It's a fair. Well, and that's a the fair reason m- we've all thought this the whole time. Like, all everything is lined up to say that the Phillies would get one of these guys. The one thing we could have never guessed was that they would be lying about wanting to spend money. I mean, how could we possibly when he's okay, okay? Let's go back further because you said why would he? Why would he? You know, uh, go out on the plane and not get the deal done. And why would you uh, not offer our contract? You know what Hector Neris and Why'd John Middleton that- have in common? What can't close? It. Oh, buddy, <laughs> you did it. Can't close right now. I can't argue with that. Why did you say the stupid money thing? <laughs> Seriously, I mean, why would why did because you why did you let that slip out of your mouth? Well, like you're was, the, you're a four billion dollar billionaire of an owner of a baseball team, a shrewd businessman apparently, which is what everyone talked about this whole friggin' time. Why would you say that? Like, why would you let that slip? Why would you possibly say that? Does he? I, I can't tell if he's more interested in being the big market owner than he is actually owning a baseball team. Like being like, if oh. he was, he'd go and pay people though. Like, well, you, just, you know, like you know what I mean. Like him coming on our stage and saying, "I'm going to the, the trophy back or die trying." Him taking a plane to Las Vegas. Him saying stupid money just to be able to it's do like all those show. things. It it's is like, a show. It's almost like a show. But once you don't come through, then on, it's going to look bad. It's going to look it's really gonna look bad. Long. I mean, it's going to be embarrassing. I'm, I will be embarrassed as yeah, a Phillies fan. Well, listen, I, I don't want to kill him too bad. But this, and again, this, it all depends on how it plays out. Look, if Bryce Harper takes a short-term deal with the Dodgers and it comes out the Phillies offered a ton of money, yeah, fine. I can't blame them for that. I will blame them for letting Machado leave because you thought you had Harper when you didn't. You misread the market. And it just seems like in general they've misread the market across the board here with Harper, with Machado, with the whole situation. Um, but regardless, I think that's where you look back and you say, how could you possibly let that guy go? But again, if it comes out, if the Giants get him for ten years, three hundred or something like that, or or <laughs> I mean, like seriously, like what if some or like ten years, three twenty? Let's say the Giants are the one to beat the Stanton deal and give him ten years, three thirty. Yeah, really? No, I know it'd be, it'd be a disaster. It would be an, it would be an utter an utter disaster. So listen, John, listen, you don't have to let this happen. Like you don't you you can you can finish this if you want to. Enough with the <laughs> enough with the think you're bidding against yourself thing. Like you're not bidding against yourself anymore. Just get the guy. Like, Even if you are, I don't. At this point, like, and again, you're not bidding against yourself anymore. We've we've heard enough. Where even if it's not the same type of offer that you're making, there are offers out there that are appealing to Bryce Harper. Yeah, you got to react to that. And, and again, you know what? Even if there aren't, even if there aren't, like you're at the point where there is enough smoke out there that you have to believe that there are. 
And now you have to pry him away from his childhood dream place and because, to play. Yes, and you and that's the thing. Well, I think the Yankees was a, his original childhood dream. Okay, well, the that's Dodgers he wears were, the thirty-four for mantle and all that. The three plus four was seven. The Dodgers are are, are definitely way it, higher on the list than the Phillies were when he was a kid. Like you, have, on, you have to sell him on coming to Philadelphia. Well, that's the thing. You have to, and that's and that's why. Guess what? In a sense, you're bidding against yourselves in the way that you might have to overpay to get him. But guess what? That's the situation you put yourself in. There was a guy who was strictly money. You didn't pay him. You let him go to San Diego. San Diego. I know. And again, I was all right with it at the moment because I really thought they wouldn't do that if they didn't have Bryce Harper. That I can't. The the more this week is played out, the more I think about the fact that I cannot believe that they would let Machado walk for three hundred million dollars if they didn't have Harper like locked in. I know. I I'm I'm floored by it. I'm so floored. That's by where it. it's like, do you guys know what you're doing? That's what it feels like. That it feels like they had no idea that they were going into negotiations against Scott Boris. It also feels like they had no idea going into negotiations this offseason that they were going to have to spend three hundred million dollars, like or more. Like, I, I can't believe that. Like, we talked about 10 years, $400 million going into the offseason. Like, everyone knew these numbers were going to be silly. And you're like, oh, 270 yeah, I should get it done. What? I know. What world are you living in? We're not working in Major League Baseball, and we know that's not going to get it done. I, I'm just... And again, look, this is all with the caveat that... Hey, maybe, maybe who we, knows anything, Maybe we right? needed There's a meltdown. So much smoke out there. Maybe we needed a meltdown podcast to uh, to get everyone. Like we have been so cocky this whole offseason about how he's coming. Maybe we needed the meltdown podcast to get the the, the world aligning again. The, the, like this doesn't this feel like classic Philadelphia? I'm literally every time I look at Twitter, I'm just waiting for the inevitable Bryce Harper finalizing a four year, two hundred million dollar contract with the Dodgers. Like every time I log on meltdown. Twitter, <laughs> me too. I'm terrified of it. I, I don't, don't want to go on Twitter. Yeah, I'm off Twitter. Well, Never going back. I mean, back. look, that's the thing where we're at the point as a city, at least. Certainly as a radio station, at WIP, the calls we've been getting in. Really, our whole show on the Midday Show today was, was why are people acting like he's already signed somewhere else? I mean, the prevailing mentality now is, like you said before, is we're almost going like fight or flight and saying, well, he's not signing here. I didn't want him anyway. Like, what? <laughs> he hasn't signed anywhere yet. Like, it's crazy. Well, and it worked out perfectly for Boris. I mean, well, he, he waited again, as long oh, as what, possible. What a shock. What a shock things nah, worked he, out for Scott Boris. He waited. The, he, the man, luck is the residue of the d- design, Jack. And uh, Scott Boris has a hell of a design every freaking time. Yeah, he just, he came back to, like, this looked like he was going to, it looked like Brush Harper's going to come here for way less than he should be coming here for. And Boris worked it into the Dodgers and he worked it into the Giants. And, like, and I he think played it out till the Arenado thing happened. And whether he knew that was going to happen or not, thing. he probably did. If I had to bet, I would bet that at least Scott Boris had an inkling yeah. that Nolan and I was, was, up, was a potential extension type of thing where it could help his case. Yeah. So, of course. So, like, the, the Machado thing happens that you know you have to go over $300 million. The Arenado thing happens, you know you have to beat that AAV. And that's what's so crazy with the, just to, the, the, the fact that Duquette's reporting 270-300. And let's just give him the benefit of the doubt and say it's 300 you thought you weren't gonna have to pay more than Machado? Like really? Well, it's maybe it's two seventy for like eight years. I don't know. I hope it's two seventy for like I hope it's big money for like eight years. Sure. Whatever. It's better than two it's better than just such a drastic misreading of the market that, that that's your offer. I just I pray to God he's wrong. That's the only thing I could think. Yeah, he probably is. I'm, I I he's he's gotta be. I'm right? definitely I definitely think it's way above three hundred. I, I think it's if I if I could put a number on it, I think it's between I think it's like three ten. 
I think it's three ten for ten years. How do you know you're not going to have to go after Stanton? Like, how do you know? Uh, like, why it, wouldn't it, you go over Stanton? And why wouldn't you just? Why wouldn't you just go ten three thirty? Just end it. <laughs> like ten three thirty gets him above. Uh, gets him it above gets Stanton. All, everything you want. Look, you could even go ten three forty and give him the AAV he wants or three forty five. I don't. Again, when we're talking the difference between. We're talking three million a year, five million a year extra. Like, and yes, these are big numbers. Like, as Jack said at the beginning of the show, I don't want to, I don't want to like make light of the fact that we're talking of hundreds of millions of dollars here, and like, oh, two millions, nothing. But it, when you're talking apples to apples and comparative relative value, what we're talking about, like, like that's not, it's not the type of number that should get you to walk away from a. Uh, franchise changing type of guy on and off the field. Well, the thing that's so ridiculous is that the Dodgers are a team that's been to back-to-back World Series and they have no problem offering them high AAV they for short the, years. They've won the West six years in a row. All they do is win. <laughs> like the Phillies have not. <laughs> they have not. It's unbelievable. It's a great point. Like that's the big thing you see is like the Dodgers are in at a high AAV for lower years but every day t- it's like but they don't even need him. It's like they're just like sure why not? Like that's what I, I just think they they have an obviously they have an ability ability to end this whenever, and I pray to God that they don't let this get to the point where another team's taking you know it's gotten to the point where the Dodgers are ready to sign a deal and Boris comes back to the Phillies and say hey do you want to top this and they they do that like it's just the way this has played out and sure it could end with Bryce Harper being a Philly and I think it will be. It's just it should never have gotten to this point. Once Machado got three hundred, you should you should have just offered three thirty and said let's call it, let's call it a deal. And they them stalling has allowed Scott Boris to get back into the or allowed the Dodgers and Giants to get back into it. Them taking a like, I can't. Do you think do you think when John Middleton left Vegas without a deal, Scott Boris started laughing maniacally and said this moron just went home. And now I can say, take his offer and play it against other teams. Scott was probably like, I own you. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I win. I'm going to take you for everything I win. You, you're worth. I win, is what Scott Boris is thinking. And How do you leave there without a contract? I, well, especially with, in a day and age where everyone knows your plane's out there. Like, it, it's, it's all that people are talking about. Like, <sighs> I don't know, Jack. Do they, they, they don't want to be, do they want to be a big boy? Well, they, apparently not. Like, like I, I hope so. If they sign Bryce Harper, sure. The Red Sox are thirty-two million dollars over the luxury tax, and they have way better players than you do. Yeah, look, the Dodgers, <laughs> are, the Dodgers are saying, "Fine, we'll go deep into the luxury tax." Like, if even on a short-term deal, they're going way over the luxury tax if they sign Bryce. Do you want to be a big boy, or do you not want to well, be a big boy? That's what it, do you want to win at your own terms and luck oh. into Rollins, Utley, Howard again, or do you want to, or do you want to actually be a like, do you want baseball to to run this town for the next? T- they have like the the Eagles are going through a downswing once they pay Carson Wentz because they can't afford everyone anymore because there's a seller cap and whatnot. They're going to go through a, a down-ish five-year period. Okay, the Flyers, no one cares about the Sixers. If we've learned one thing about this whole process, is that baseball is way more important than basketball in this town. Yep, like we can't even talk about anything else but the Phillies for the last it's, two weeks. Yeah, it's only by you summer. have a you have a chance to captivate this city. For uh, five to ten years, and you're like the fact that they're going small market rather than big market. Slam it on the table. Let's let's be one of the big boys. It's just like is is Bill Giles back? Like, <laughs> like is, are the are the old Phillies back? It's what it feels like. I know. Jack. Well, well, and what and, are we and, to and do? also though, to your point, is like it's such a big swing. It's going from like you said, the the chance to own this town, the chance to be the biggest sports thing in this town for years. As opposed to the other side where, like, it, again, if you don't sign him, like, you are really alienating your fan base. Like, you're going way far the other end. It's such a massive swing in terms of fan perception of this team. Teams are, 
the teams that are in now and the teams that have won recently are at the luxury tax. They are at the luxury tax. So you're not winning cheap anymore. What are you doing? Like, what are you? What are you doing? I don't know what they're doing. I don't. I, I. And ultimately, just end it. And hopefully, he's here. But like the fact that it's gotten to this point, I think is just embarrassing. So that's that's where I'm at. That's nothing rough. else to say. And I feel also that- one more thing. Setting a deadline is freaking stupid. Yeah. Stop. Stop suggesting that. Because guess what? What happens if he passes the deadline? And and, and then he's like, not- oh, if he comes back to you, you're gonna be like, nah, we set a deadline. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Sorry, gonna- we're not taking you anymore. Right. Right. Go take that worse offer. Yeah, we don't no, want we'll, you. We'll pivot. Here's another the, between the deadline being moronic. Another moronic thought is, hey, let's just pivot to Keiko and Kimbrel. Oh God. Sure. Let's sign. Let's sign two. Two over the hill, thirty-one-year-olds. Oh, to two or three-year contracts. Even, I can't even go there. Right two now. or three. Yeah, no, I'm not there. That that'll be a needle mover for the next two to three years. Let's sign a left-handed Arietta and <sighs> and the thirty-two-year-old hey! Billy Wagner. Ray of sunshine <laughs> walking in the sea. Johnny Marks. <laughs> uh, the Phillies are back in. Yeah, he's back. He he thinks he's coming definitely now. Oh, I, I mean, I think he's coming. So I believe that Harper will be here. I just did. Yesterday, I felt you. You played taps on your show yesterday. You yeah, said yesterday it was over. I felt like it was over. But <laughs> it's like taps. So, so here's where I am today, and it could be different tomorrow. That nothing's changed. Yep. That Boris is just continuing to stir the pot. Yep. And if you think that offering him three twenty five right now will get the deal done, then you'll get all the reports that say, "Well, I've there's three offers of three twenty five, so three fifty is what they need." This isn't going to end until they want it to end, Yep, which is probably a couple weeks away. Yeah. I, John, I think you nailed it, and I do agree with you. I think, look, all that's changed now is that instead of us being the favorites and all this stuff, people are saying we're not anymore. Like, that's the only thing that's changed in terms of misinformation. It's all the same smoke. It's just more new teams, more new information. Like, the Dodgers are back in. Like, well, how does that happen? But I'm with, again, like, and I know this has been a, I think we needed this. It's been cathartic. We needed to get angry and get annoyed. I just had it pent up in myself. Me too. Like, I've been been waiting. I've been waiting to say all this. But, again, like, the crazy thing is, is that we both still think he's going to be a Philly. He's going to be a Philly. I really think he's going to be a Philly. I really do. To to go to the pep you up side of the podcast, I really still think he's going to be a Philly. John Middleton just has to get the deal done. If this goes on for two more weeks, I'm not going to be alive. Uh, Dude. (laughs) You're if all right. So if it's another I'm week similar to this last week, oh boy, get ready for the IOS podcast. It's coming next week. I don't know what the I don't know what the reaction is going to be if he signs here. I, obviously, it's going to be like freak out. It's like, oh my! I feel like I'm fi- if he signs here, I'm finally going to be able to breathe. I feel like I haven't really Same. had a deep breath. I, in I just can't like pick days. up my phone every second, looking, hoping, thinking. I just I need it to end. I for my soul, for my like I I can't. Boris, man. Ah, what a I mean, yo. <laughs> I, I, we all hate you, but props, bro. You're so good. He's, he's, he's so good. He's killed me. He, he's effectively he's murdered. He's killed this me. whole fan base. Like he is. He has. He has put us through the ringer in such a way where it's. He look. He's a master. He has masterfully played us as a fan base. The team. He's played everybody. This radio station, like he's played us all. So shout out to Scott. Um, <laughs> one more thing, because I I got I need a break. I gotta go pick my daughter up from daycare, but. Tomorrow, if you listen to this Friday, whatever, right. Friday night, five to eight, um, we are going to be at Chicken and Pete's Playhouse in South Philly for the Striking Out Cancer event. You heard John Marks, Marks and Reese putting it on. Um, it is for an awesome cause. It is to, for very, quite simply, try and strike out cancer. Um, it is a, a great time. 
We'll be guest bartending there. We're going to have a lot of fun. So um, if you do want to come out and wallow in misery together until this happens, or, or maybe, who knows, maybe it happens sooner than we think and we get excited. But either way, um, coming out with us. Jack, final thoughts. Uh, listen, let's talk about some actual baseball for one second here. <laughs> What's that? Uh, spring training. I, 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 I honestly, though, I was watching yesterday. I was watching the game yesterday, and I was just so like downtrodden. I was so upset with how things were going that I didn't even want to watch my favorite team in the world play baseball. But um, I will say that I am a big fan of Jeet Segura. He is just such a breath of fresh air. He hits. They're not going to strike out this year. Like We're going to actually have a semblance of an offense. I think McCutcheon has looked great. Um, the bat looks like it's it's back a little bit. There's a little bit of pop. Um, Real Muto has first we had a huge double yesterday. He's just so fun. Like he just is such a perfect timing hitter that like when he's foot down and he smacks it, it's just like it's beautiful. And I think like, the pitching staff looks on the pitching staff looks really good. I, I, the fact that the fact that they the Phillies did not let me enjoy a Donuts Medina day today made me a little bit upset because I wanted to watch a Donuts. It was a bummer. Yeah, like you know I'm coming here uh, melting down about Bryce Harper. Meanwhile, I, a Donuts Medina is on the mound. Um, Scott Kingery looks good, which is it's spring training. Kingery is back, so that's fun. Um, and now Cesar Hernandez is hurt. Roman Quinn's hurt again. Everybody's hurt, Jack. Odubel oh, Herrera's, Herrera's, Herrera's hurt. hurt. It's just like one day after another. It's like I look on Twitter. It's like, oh, Roman Quinn got hurt. Oh, Cesar Hernandez got yeah, hurt. Yeah, Cesar being hurt, it stinks. Um, but I do want to see Kingery get an yeah, extended look at second base. Yeah, I guess that's a, a, a plus side of a silver lining. Isn't oh, it? and Tommy Hunter didn't want to participate in spring training anymore, so he's out. Yeah, <laughs> I read that the same way. Surprised it wasn't Pat Nishik, but... Uh, March 5th is Nola, Nola and Pavetta Day. They're pitching on the same day. Oh, what a so, day. Am I counting down to my own World Series? Yes. <laughs> it's going to be it's gonna be remarkable. Uh, I'm all the way in on JoJo Romero. I don't know why you have to sign Dallas Keuchel when JoJo Romero is just as good. Um, well, I like that take. <laughs> so, nice little take thrown in there. Daniel De Los Santos is a, is a splitter away from being Jose Contreras. <laughs> oh, here we go, baby. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, any else going to be good, man. I'm telling you, he's going to be good. I'm telling you, he's going to be good. Um, uh, Cole Irvin reminds me of Jay Happ. And I think that's all I got. Oh, wow. Sir Anthony Dominguez is going to be an all-star this year. I think you said that last time, but I like it. I don't care. I'm tripling and Keep tripling down. Look, we need all the good, positive thoughts we can think right now. Yeah. So, I didn't see the game today. I will be re-watching that later. All right. Um, rate review the podcast, as always. Uh, John Middleton. Do you want to be Jack? Sign him. I know. Just, Just do sign it. him and get it done. If you've listened to this podcast, John, I th- the pressure's on. Pressure. For as much as Harper Lent was a cute, adorable pressure, yeah. this is actual pressure. This is real. Like- this is the difference between having 35,000 people in your ballpark at a minimum and 25,000 people pissed off. And for us looking at and, you, John Middleton, as a weak, soft owner or as our hero. And never... Like, like they... They could, like, stupid money could be put away forever. Oh, it'll go down with gold standard. It'll go down as one of the, for who, for what, like, some of the all-time, maybe, it it might be number one. I think it might be the number, star running, all it might be the number one. It will be remembered as the dumbest comment in the history of Philadelphia sports. Not even close. So, if you, (laughs) so, for the. So, the stakes are high, John. For the PR nightmare, for, for, like, people are, if you see, if you see people out, John Middleton, they're not going to be happy with you. They're not gonna be excited to see the the owner oh, of the Phillies. Oh no, man! It's it's a completely different thing. So, pressure's on. It's on your hands, John. We want the, you could change all that. Listen, None of that stuff we said has to happen. We want to be a happy podcast. Freaking sign him. The High Hopes podcast, in and of itself, is a happy podcast. Yeah, we don't want to be angry. We don't want to do this ever again. We, no, we we this is not our thing. We want right? to be cocky. So, do it for us. Do it for and when I say us, I mean every single Philadelphia Phillies fan. John Middleton. All right. 
Hopefully, we'll talk to you guys soon for a good reason. <laughs> More likely than not, we'll talk to you in a week. Either way, we'll see.